is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Are you ready for a break? Uh, Yes. Are you ready for a break? Absolutely. Ready for a break? Yeah, and um, so much for that. It's time for The Break on DallasCowboys.com. We were on the break! With Nick Eatman, David Hellman, Ambar Garcia, and Derek Eagleton. It is Tuesday, September 17th, 2019, season 15, episode number 45. Welcome to the latest edition of The Break. We are live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. We got a gumbo show. It's a normal Tuesday. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. There's all kinds of news around this team. A lot of news around the NFL. We'll get into some of that as well. Got Nick, got Dave. Got uh, our very special guest, Danny, back with us on Tuesdays, as normal. Is she How's still special? This is like the third yes, week Yes, she'll be a row. special guest all season. Sorry. Every Tuesday, I will call her a special guest. Not just I a guest? I am special. Okay. Sorry. Do my parents tell me? Sorry. That was harsh. I like having you here, You are here, special, Danny. Danny. Don't worry about Dave. He's, He's our local curmudgeon, so we don't really... He's trying don't to just say that, hey, this is the way it is. Yeah. I mean, like, it's, we, we like having you here. Thanks. Yeah. I like you're, being you're here. You're not new anymore yeah special <laughs> okay. guest makes it sound like like ooh, we can't we'll just like, say special like we can't argue with you yeah no, you uh, can argue Nick, oh no it. she's okay with the arguing she's good she'll handle her own she's i know good. all right so let's jump right in i first got to talk about michael gallup uh we find out yesterday torn meniscus out two to four weeks um what are we thinking as far as like when is the surgery going to happen do we know any of those kinds of details and and as exactly. far as the the two to four weeks are are you thinking it's closer to two or closer to four? Because that makes a big difference when you think about the fact the Packers are coming up there in the latter half of that. I don't think he's playing against the Packers. I don't know. Like I hate when the bye week gets in there because then you start thinking about, you know, like I don't think it'll it'll go that far. But what four weeks, four games is Miami, New Orleans, uh, Green Bay, Jets, New, New York, yeah, and then it's uh, and in Philly. And then Philly at home, and then, by, and then, and then it's week. a bye. I just, you know how it gets when he gets down there like yeah. that. You're like, ooh, he could play, but if he sits out this game, then he gets a bye week, and then he's good to go. I'm really glad. I'm really glad I couched what I said yesterday. I was like, I don't think it's a big deal, but let's see what Jason says. So, which, I if if you're gonna be hurt. I guess I mean this is good news in the long run. I mean if if you're if you need surgery and you're only supposed to miss a month, that's that's not terrible. I mean it's a it's a tear in his meniscus. This is one of those deals where I'm like football players are crazy and we're crazy for sitting here being like maybe it'll only be two weeks. Like the dude tore his meniscus. That would probably ruin the our year. However, you know I, mean? I mean Jerry said this morning on the radio that. Literally, there have been players that have had this surgery and have yes. been back in a week. So it just depends on yes. how the surgery goes and, and all the things around it. Never, never bet against NFL players' uh, toughness and then the the medical component. Like this is top of the line, you know, t- like best you can get medical care. Like it's possible, but when I hear tear in your meniscus, I lean toward <laughs> the longer prognosis, especially yeah. you know. If they're if they stack up some wins and they're not in dire need, and they're like, well, the bye week's coming up. Let's not be stupid about this. I just I think it'll be a little bit before we see Mike. Just a bummer leading the team and receptions oh, I know, I know. and I mean, yards, and yeah. it was so exciting because we finally saw this chemistry with Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. Something they've been talking about all offseason. They've been so consistent. Got all seven targets in the first game, and so I'm not 
worried that when he comes back, they suddenly won't have chemistry, but it's obviously much easier to continue that week and week and build on it. So it'll just be interesting whenever right. he does come back, if they're able to just get right back into the swing of things, or if it's going to be more like last year and, and take time to get comfortable again. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that it, I, it's hard to say if Gallup is just making these leaps and bounds, you know, in progress, or is it this offense and this offensive line and, and, and he's playing on opposite of Amari Cooper and, you know, can Devin Smith come in and do exactly what he's doing? I, I don't know that. What I've been impressed with Gallup is over the middle catches, some of the hard hits. We saw another one in the Washington game. Um, I know vertically, you know, they'll be okay if Smith has to play more, whoever, whatever they end up doing, if Cobb, you know, slides out and does some more of that. But, I just wonder if it's just Gallup, you know, making that that progress, or can the next guy come in here and and, and do well? Uh I I'm not worried about him. I think they'll be fine overall. But like, I don't want to take that credit away from Michael Gallup. I've seen how good he's been. I've seen how hard he worked, and I think there will be a drop off, at least a little one. Like he was playing. Mm-hmm. Really, really, really yeah. well. And I'm not calling this team the Patriots or the Packers that can just slide in these receivers with a great quarterback. And you don't, I'm not saying that. I just, it's a small sample size still. And if another guy comes in, because Amari's still the guy. And then if the, the compliment, complimentary guy is as good, I mean, we'll see. I think Devin Smith can be as productive. Yeah. I, here's Here's one way I would look at this that's a little different than that is. What I've seen through these first two games suggests to me that maybe your quarterback is good enough that he's able to use whatever receivers are out there as long as those receivers are open and get are able to get open. Uh, how many guys has he hit at this point? I mean, pretty much everybody on the offensive side of the ball has had a catch has had a catch from from Dak Prescott. It makes me think that as long as Devin Smith, which I personally believe based on the things I've seen in training camp and throughout the preseason. I personally believe that Devin Smith can provide a receiving option. It was one of the reasons why I thought they should keep him on the team is because mm. he was so much better than any of the developmental guys. He was actually at a level where you said, you know, maybe there are some teams around the NFL where he actually may be a starting caliber wide receiver. Who knows? Point is, he certainly presented as though he were a guy that could contribute in that kind of way. And I think that's what you need right now is you just need a receiver that contributes because your quarterback is showing this ability to be able to get to the open guy. And if he can get open – I think the offense can can still function in the same way. I, yeah. Oh, sorry. Go First, ahead. I think I think a lot of this is to Prescott. He's hit most of his receivers. I mean, every game and everyone has different speed and abilities. And Michael Gallup's going to run a route way different than Amari Cooper. And Prescott is still showing incredible mm-hmm. accuracy with the two of them. And so I think that'll be really helpful with Devin Smith. And if they continue to use Cedric Wilson, I think that'll be a big part of why they would stay consistent if they do. And and Prescott said after the game that. Smith, especially with everything he's come back from, his injuries and his inspiration, but his speed and he can just do everything on the field. He has a lot of trust in Smith. They look really smart for the way they played this. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is why this is why you argue about the fifth and sixth receiver, mm-hmm. which ironically, you know, a lot of people thought they shouldn't have cut Cedric Wilson. Well, he's on the team and will have a role to play for the foreseeable future too. So uh, it it worked out beautifully. And I like I said, I I think. I just I think the world of the work that Gallup has done this year. I think I don't think we won't notice that he's gone, but I think Devin Smith is up to the challenge. I, I don't think it'll be a huge deal. Yeah, and it'll everything you're you know I'm working on a story right now, just like storylines of the other team, and it's just such a train wreck down there for the for the Dolphins, and and I'm I'm sure that it'll 
you know, at some point it's going to get better for them because I don't think it can get worse. I mean, (laughs) in the draft with all these picks, at some point, I mean, maybe after, yeah, they got five first round picks over the next year. But they also got to replace all the guys they let go. Like, that's, they're they're working at a a situation where they get rid of a lot of talent to, to hopefully. Possibly bring in more. Yeah. Just, it's it's weird. To I me, think this is a game where Devin Smith and Cedric Wilson will play a lot for for different reasons. I mean, Cooper will get in there, play some. And I think the Cowboys will have a lead, and those guys will still continue. Will this be like the college game where, like halfway through the game, third quarter, you, you kind of pull all your starters? They and, asked me on 105.3 earlier today if I thought Dak would play the first the whole first half, and I was oh, geez. no, yeah. I was like. <laughs> I was like, guys, this isn't this isn't Alabama against like Charleston College. Like, it's still the NFL. I know the Dolphins suck, but yeah, Dak is going to play until halftime. Oh gosh, I would imagine. Can you even imagine? What I can't. That's like, literally, second quarter, Nick's finished with his story. It's like we're done. We're just sitting up here eating I in mean, the press box. It, and from your lips to God's awesome. ears, because yeah, we could go home at like five <laughs> right. o'clock on Sunday. Five. Right. Don't forget these five plays. Well, the Cowboys won the coin toss. That's one. They got the ball, and then. <laughs> This will right. be fun. No, you know what we say in all this, and, and then you know, and then it's a close game, right? No, no. there's no, no. See, that's the thing I was about to say. We say all this, but I think we're saying it because it, they just can't compete. So my my point of all that was is. I don't know if they'll be throwing the ball around. We'll see well, what Cooper wants to do. That's actually my I next question. Think, well, I'm sorry for no, interrupting. I was just going to say that was going to be my next question, that you look at this and does this at all with Gallup, does this at all change how this team has approached offense these first two games? Because I think they've been a team that that's really focused more on the pass and the run has come as the secondary option to the pass. Do you think that now they flip that and they go into more of a, hey, let's run the ball more so because we don't have Michael Gallup? This team is so good right now because of, of the depth. I mean, Antoine Woods is hurt. We're going to talk about that. Okay, well. Tristan Hill, the second round pick, is going to be able to play if he's hurt, you know. And I understand Xavier Woods; that would be a big drop off if, if he doesn't play because the safeties there aren't the same. But I mean, you know, like you said on offense, Gallup's out, so now they bring in Devin Smith, who isn't as polished as a route runner and he hasn't played as much. He's a little bit more raw, but he can run. He's faster. He's one of the fastest guys on the team. So that's just a different element. Maybe that even helps him even more as, as a more of a deep threat. I think it'll just yeah. it'll just be. What do these guys do? What are their skill sets? And for Devin Smith, why am I putting him in the starting lineup? Is he the guy, I guess? I mean, well, I was actually going to say the other thing, too, which is what what I think will help, is they're so versatile. Like, to go back to what we were talking about yesterday, you're like, well, Dez is your X, and Terrence is your Y, and Cole's in the slot. Like, Cobb can play outside. Cooper can play inside. Matter of fact, he did that a lot during camp. They've all done it all. Like, Mm -hmm. they can all go wherever they want. I I don't think Devin Smith is going to be moving inside and out so much, but you can put him on one side and do whatever you want with the other two. Mm-hmm. But I, who do I, mean, I pick up on my fantasy team Devin. if I had if you had Gallup? Devin, I had him in both my leagues. I'm picking up Devin just as a just insurance, as an insurance policy. policy. I wouldn't because want to start I, because him. I do well. But the thing is, like with Devin Smith, what what you wonder is, are they going to basically slide him into Gallup's role and keep every everybody else's roles the same? And if so, yeah, Devin might be a kind of guy that could get you four catches. He might get a few more yards because he's a, more of a deep threat. I think he's even better deep threat than Gallup. Oh, look so at, look at last night. I mean, people are sitting there with seven points or so yeah. with Odell Beckham, and then he gets one catch over the middle. Eighty-five and yards. He's just better than eighty-nine. Yards, yeah. Better than everyone else. Don't know what the hell the number twenty was doing for the Jets, but that's okay. Um, yeah, I don't think he was going to catch him anyways. But my point is, when you have a game breaker like that. That you know, boom, and he's he's that type of guy. Even in the third or fourth quarter of, of the game, he, he can still 
catch the ball. He, he almost broke a, you know, it wouldn't have been a long play, but he almost broke the tackle and scored a touchdown in the fourth quarter. Uh, would have been, you know, a two touchdown game for him. I would guess he will start, assuming they open the game in 11 personnel. Mm-hmm. I don't That's know. That's what they play predominantly. Right. Like, that. The vast majority of the time. Because I don't know who else it would be. Yeah. I, mean, I, I think you said it right. Well, I, it could be Tavon, I guess, if Tavon. But still, I, mean, I wouldn't want that. I'd prefer to have Devin out there. I would, yeah. I, I think Devin. I think you said it best. I mean, you, you can put Devin Smith out there, and Cobb can still have that same role. Because if Tavon is not in there and Cobb's the guy doing a lot of swing stuff and all that, I think this might be the game that Tony Pollard does a little bit more than what we've seen. Maybe yeah. he can do some of the end-around things. And he's probably going to run the ball some, too, in the second half. Right. Right. All right. Let's take our first break. When we come back, we got to talk Sorry. about Xavier Woods. That's another big injury for the Cowboys. Something that was not expected. I don't think, uh, at least not not on my part as of yesterday, but something that's become a big issue for the Cowboys. We'll talk about that when we come right back. This is DallasCowboys.com radio. While a player could look good on paper, it's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. That's why the Cowboys rely on more than just stats and scouting reports when building their team. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than just specs and features. You've got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. Experience one for yourself. Visit myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. You want the most interesting, up-to-the-minute Dallas Cowboys news straight from the star in Frisco? How about exclusive and on-command? That's right, news and nuggets you can't find anywhere else. With our exclusive Cowboys content on Alexa, you can have all the answers, secrets, stories, and more. What's Stephen Jones thinking during a game? What's Joe Looney's favorite pregame meal? We take your questions to Cowboys players and coaches, and you can hear the answers directly back to you. Just say, Alexa, open Dallas Cowboys. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping. The excitement of Dallas Cowboys football is back at AT&T Stadium. The place is going crazy in Arlington, Texas. Don't miss your chance to see the Cowboys live when they host their NFC East rivals, the Eagles, Giants, and Redskins, plus the Green Bay Packers and more. Elliott works his way through and walks the dog. Single game tickets are on sale now. Get them before they're gone. First and goal, quarterback sneak. Prescott pushes up the middle. Touchdown. Visit DallasCowboys.com to get your tickets to today back to the break welcome back it is the second segment of the break live from swbc mortgage studios at the star uh, we're talking about injuries the bug is hit and cowboys are now experiencing some of that adversity that so many teams around the league are experiencing xavier woods is the next guy that we're going to talk about find out that he has a high ankle sprain expected to be out four to six weeks and that's serious um it depends on where you're getting your information from. All right, well, give me the best information you have. Well, the the re- one report from outside the building is four to six weeks, which I'm not saying that's... Who's this? Xavier. Xavier Woods. Yeah, okay. Xavier Woods, sorry. Uh, I'm not saying that's wrong because an- high ankle sprains are always tricky, but yep. the Cowboys appear optimistic that it might not be... And I'm not even just talking about Dr. Jerry. Like, yeah. Jerry Jones is notoriously optimistic about this, but, like, the word coming from that side of the building is they're like, well, 
Let's see. Like, we really feel like it's more of a week-to-week thing. Okay. We're not convinced it's definitely a month. I already feel better. Yeah. Um, so, wait and see on that. Like I said, I'm I'm not trying to tell you he'll be back in time to play the Saints. Like, ankle sprains are always tricky. Yeah. I, you know, an ankle sprain kept Randy Gregory on the sideline for two months. So, something to watch, but not necessarily a four- to six-week injury. Okay. okay. And, and I think the the point we were making before about how where these guys are going to play and how much they play if the game is in hand against the Dolphins, I mean, it goes back to Xavier Woods. I believe he was hurt the second to last play of the game. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, not that he should have been pulled out, you know, because at second to last play of the game, I think they were thrown into the end zone, right? I mean, they oh, scored well, a touchdown. Defensive play. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, it just it, it sucks when that happens, but, you know, you have to play through the game. But – Going back to what we had said earlier, it might affect. Okay, let's get these guys out of here. You know what I mean? We got the Saints coming in, or whatever. If 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 it goes down to that, but I just I see nothing that the Dolphins are doing that you would make you think that this could be a game. Okay. Nick, I wish you would have said the Saints are marching in. Just but, for the record, but the Cowboys aren't. are technically marching. They, in. If they I know, were but still, marching, it would have worked. I know, but I'm technical <laughs> about that. They're not really marching in, and they're not, you know, they're not really thumbs up right now over there with them. Oh, ouch! They're not. They're quarterback. What? Why are we feeling sorry for everyone? We're like, oh, Eli, oh, Drew Brees, oh yeah. I just don't. I don't like to make jokes about hurt people. It's just. Personal you're, you're policy. You're a quality person, Dave. It's a, pol- it's a personal policy. You're yeah, a you're a quality person. person. But here's my question. How do the Cowboys adjust to Xavier Woods being out? And I don't know. It may affect your answer based upon how long he's out. Obviously, if he only misses this week, then you probably feel like it's not really a hard adjustment. But let's assume for the sake of this conversation that this is a, let's say it's a month. Okay. Um, how do you guys think the Cowboys need to adjust in order to make sure that they're prepared to be able to handle some pretty good passing attacks uh, without Xavier Woods, well, you, you get you know good depth on the and guys that it very similar to Devin Smith, a guy that was a second or this guy was a third round pick. I'm talking about um, Dor- Darian Thompson, Darian Thompson. Mm-hmm. and the you know he's he's been hurt. He's had a high ankle sprain. And he he comes back and he'll probably go right in. I think he'll start, but I, I still think Donovan Wilson when he comes back, which is, could be this week. He's going to be able to provide some stuff, too. So it's just kind of working out. Even though it doesn't work out for injuries, they do have good depth at this spot, at these spots where they can fill in. I want to see how that goes. Just Darian, I mean, Darian Thompson, I would assume, like the easy fix is they'll just plug him in at safety. He's a third-round pick by the Giants. They love him. They trust him. We'll see how that translates on the field. And, and I can hear people saying, people have already been saying it to me, like, what, what are you talking about? Like, Thompson didn't do anything, and Wilson was out here making all these picks in training camp. I'm just telling you, the coaching staff trusts this guy. He's a veteran who has started a full season in the NFL. And I don't think they want to throw a rookie out there to do that right away. I mean, even Xavier Woods barely played safety his rookie year. Um now, if it doesn't go so well, how quickly does that change? You know, Brandon Whedon was the man until he lost two games in a row and he wasn't the man anymore. So whether or not you get production out of him will probably determine that. Something I didn't even think about. I think you might have been tagged or someone was talking to Brian on Twitter about the idea of, well, do you move Byron? 
Yeah, me and Brian. You've done that this morning on Cover Four as well. Well, me, me and Brian spitballed that in the office this morning, and I haven't talked to anybody that suggested that. I doubt they want to move Byron away from the position where he was an All Pro. But that's how I feel. It was just I had never thought but, I wasn't one but, of my thoughts for that. Let's play devil's advocate and say like Thompson just gets absolutely torched. Maybe not against the Dolphins, but <laughs> but okay. If that happens, if he doesn't play well yeah. against the Dolphins, that's certainly troubling. If you're going on the road to play the Saints and then playing yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers and you know maybe or if Wilson doesn't handle himself well or if they just don't feel like he's ready based on what they see in practice maybe you do throw Byron but back I honestly there. think if that came to, to pass I think they would throw Kayvon out there before they would move Byron I know that's not ideal mm-hmm. but I think knowing this team and how they deal with veterans like I think they would get a rotation of those guys and have them kind of out there in different sets and and before they would move Byron I don't think I don't think there would be any I should say there should there would be very few scenarios in which I think the Cowboys would consider moving Byron from cornerback to safety. Well, I think that one. I think the Kayvon going out there is below that. I mean, I just don't think he can do that. I don't think he. I, it's I, nice to say, but they've done it before and they did it last year. He was playing last year at yeah, safety. And, and yeah, didn't go and, very and well. Tyler Lockett's get all still that. running past him. I mean, I just don't think understand all he that. Can, I, I think <clears> you've got to you got to get your best guys out there. And at cornerback, they seem they could be pretty deep there. Um, you know, just because Anthony Brown and Jordan Lewis are, do, are doing a nice job, I think I think the drop off there wouldn't be as significant. Um, so we talking about what should happen or what we think they will do. That's my point. Like I I agree with you guys that I don't want to see Kayvon playing safety. However, seeing how this team has handled Kayvon at safety in the past makes me think that they would probably opt to do that before they would opt to take their cornerback that they may consider well, to be their best cornerback and move them to safety. What I, do I sorry. No, what do I always joke about? Like I love when the team does this and they do it pretty frequently is like something is a terrible idea until it's their idea. And so right now they're like, of course we're not going to move Byron. Like we got Darian Thompson, we've got Donovan Wilson, we have a lot of faith in these guys. Next man up. Next man up. <laughs> but what if next man up is a disaster? And then all of a sudden, it's like, well, you know, Byron's played some safety. Like that could be really smart. We do it need doesn't... a number one receiver. Yeah, yeah. we're going to no. get Cooper. <laughs> of course we are. It's a bad idea. It's a bad idea until it's their idea. Like that's yeah. how it always goes. So, and I'm not, like, I have no idea. I would, I wouldn't bet on it. But this is a perfect. Honestly, they couldn't draw it up any better than this. You get a chance to play them against the worst team in the league. If they struggled, that's not good. And you have a better idea of what you need to do going forward when this game's over. Yep. But if, I mean, if, if it looks really bad against Miami, I would say, Byron, we hate to do this to you, but right. you've done this before. It's a but, tough blow for him, too, in a contract year. Yeah, but I don't, I, don't, I don't see that hurting his stock. How not? I mean, he was. we saw him at safety. He was not a great safety. He was a really, really good but, cornerback. And he would. it would be like three games at absolute max, and they're like, oh, no, your, your tape at safety is not very good. He's like, cool, throw on the tape of me playing corner yeah, and play give me corner, my money. But I do like, whatever not, they ask me to do. Yeah, oh, like, like I'm that. a great team player. I'll play I wherever he, I don't know if he and his representative will feel the same way, but yeah. Well, you know, here's here, you, you keep saying about the Dolphins part of like, well, if they don't they don't play well there, then we know they can't play well. I I, I worry about the other way around. I worry about a Darian Thompson getting an interception or Donovan Wilson, <laughs> and you're like, see, he's good too. And then Aaron Rodgers is like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's nice. Or even Bridgewater. I mean, let's kind of like I, that gift that, that Tank put on social media last night watching the Jets game. I saw you laugh. Mm-hmm. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Or people said yeah. after the Cowboys after their win over the Giants. Well, it was the Giants. It was yeah. you know you have to see who they're playing. 
Yeah, if I yeah, if one of these guys gets a pick six on Josh Rosen, I don't know if it carries right. a ton of weight against what might be coming in a couple of weeks. Yeah. I think I think Teddy Bridgewater will get. I think with Sean Payton and Bridgewater, they, they will by that. You know, I don't know about this week. I'm sure they'll be fine. They'll be better. They're going to be good because they're, they're not going to face Aaron Donald and all them. Yeah. They'll they'll be good to go. And then of course, you know, Sunday night game with at the dome. I mean, I'm not trying to look ahead. I'm just saying when they'll really be matched. I think Bridgewater. They're not going to be the same as Breeze, but he, he's fine. I mean, Let's yeah. also to cover all of these angles. They are or did work out Josh Jones today. He's a former, I believe, he's a second round pick mm-hmm, of the Packers. Right. Like, I don't know what happened up there, but his Packers career did not go well. Um, but you I thought he was a really good prospect. I, I remember liking him coming out of NC State. Uh, it's been a couple of years at this point. I remember thinking he was a good player, and I was surprised at how poorly his time up there went. So, did you look at we'll that see. whole list of the guys that they were working it was out? Very long. I don't is even it, remember most of it. I'm. Is that Keith Davis's son? That I, one. I saw. There's a Juwan Johnson that played at um, played at Texas, at Texas Tech, Tech, but I'm not sure if that was the same one because he was at Arizona. Uh, he went to the Cardinals for as a rookie free agent. I don't know if he made the team. Uh, and they were they worked out Demarcus Lodge and Quincy. At a at a boyeo, don't make me pronounce it. But they worked <laughs> yeah. out two receivers. How are you? Which yeah. keep? I mean, we said it yesterday. Keep an eye on Tavon. I mean, if he can't play this week, there's a, then there's a lot of options here with Robert Quinn coming back, knowing that they need a spot. I mean, you ask just any fan, they'll say, "Oh, Taco." But then Jerry Jones said today, I mean, that doesn't seem like that's what they're going to do. They want to keep him uh, at least for now. So. You know who who else would it be? We've heard a lot of different names out there. Heard like about eight. Eight. I mean, let's let's look. It could could it be? Oh, if Tavon's back, then Cedric Wilson could go down. But with Gallup out, I doubt that'll happen. They've got seventeen guards. Do they need them all? But it doesn't sound at some like point they, they're going to have to do something with one of those guys. I, don't think I, I they think want if they to. keep look, I know, but yeah. at some point you look at all these other positions. You start getting injuries, and, and they're not injuries where you can put guys on IR. Yeah. They're just going to hold a spot for a while, and you got to have other replacements. It gets to a point where you have to. Make I'm telling those moves. you this though, from what I was reading, if if they cut Adam Redman, they might be playing him against them on Sunday. I mean, the Dolphins, really? they their guard situation is so bad that he might go in there and start. Honestly, hmm. like and and there's a lot of teams like that. You said earlier, like the Cowboys are getting bit by just like a lot of teams are. Not not exactly, you know, with from a quarterback standpoint and all that. But there are a lot of injuries happening, and it happens this like this what? every year if you watch the NFL. First couple weeks of the season, it's my personal belief this happens because players don't play as much in the preseason, certainly not live action like it is now. And so the first few weeks, I think guys just get hurt because it's just it's a, it's a different thing for their bodies. You start seeing these injuries, and it seems to me that it kind of settles out at about week four or five, and you kind of get into a, a little bit more of a rhythm. There's still guys that are going to go out, don't get me wrong. But right now, just think about the 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 the, the number of seemingly big injuries that we're hearing. Maybe it's because of the position. I don't know. Uh, but it just seems like a, an inordinate amount earlier in the year. Yeah, I don't know if I uh, – I mean, I think football is sloppier in September just because the preseason limit is limited. I don't – I just think it's a violent game. Like, I mean, they say it's like being in a car wreck 60 times. Well, people are going to get hurt doing that. Especially. Did you watch that Sunday night game? Talk about violent games. Yeah. Like, that was a so, – I mean, it was crazy. I said it on Twitter earlier. Like, if you told me the Cowboys had three starters get hurt in the same game – they're looking at about as good a scenario as possible. I mean, yeah. it sucks for Xavier and, and Gallup, but these aren't gigantic losses. I mean, we're not talking about trading 
or acquiring somebody to be able to continue to play the right. season like is happening in Pittsburgh right now. We're so. talking a couple weeks. We're not talking yeah. for the season. All right, let's take our final break. We'll come back. I'm going to talk a little bit about Taco Charlton and a couple of other things that are happening around the league that might have some bearing on the in a, on the uh, Dallas Cowboys. We'll talk about them and come back. This is DallasCowboys.com radio. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too... Right above the subway! Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the... That's my neighbor, Angus. A deal that's just okay is not okay. Get a great deal with America's Best Network. Come into an AT&T store and learn how to buy one smartphone and get a second one on us. Based on GWS1 score September 2018. It's time for tailgate with the Otterbox boys. Otterbox? The makers of those crazy protective phone cases? The one and only. They're also wild about protecting parking lot parties from sad drinks. It's why they made Elevation Tumblers. Rumor around the crockpot is they're made from stainless steel with a copper lining to keep temps hot or cold. True. They even come in seven different sizes up to 64 ounce. The growler. Mm. I like how Otterbox drinks. I mean, thanks. And that's been tailgating with the Otterbox boys. Check out all the colors and sizes of their elevation tumblers at otterbox.com. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit, just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at Stetson.com today. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel Will McClay and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Back to the break. Welcome back. It is the final segment of the break. Live from SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. Nick, what do you have to tell us today? Oh, I wasn't really looking at it, but I am now. How about free to play? Check out free to play predictive games in the Dallas Cowboys app. You can win prizes up to ten thousand dollars. Yeah. Ten grand. Yeah. Free to play. Fans must be twenty-one or older. Logged in to play. Download the app for access on game days at DallasCowboys.com/app. All right, let's jump back in. Taco Chalk, we've talked about a little bit about him. Uh, he tweeted, I think it was last night, yesterday at some point, free me. Is this guy becoming a problem for the Cowboys? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was, uh, someone had tweeted about Stephen Jones talking on 105.3 The Fan, talking about how he liked Joe Jackson's position flex. That mm-hmm. that was the tweet. That was the tweet. And Taco quote tweeted it and said, free me, and later deleted it. Dave, you, you wrote a story on Which, it. Well, honestly, free me is the one that gets the headlines, because literally I put it in the headline of the story. <laughs> but like the deleted tweet that really was more interesting was the follow-up. Follow yep. You know, he it, it was... He's a Cowboys reporter, a friend of ours. Mark Lane was talking, you know, he was tweeting what Steven was saying, and Taco said, free me. Mark came back and was like, Taco, just so you have the full context, like, here's the full quote about what Steven said about Joe Jackson. And he quote tweeted that and was like, well, I call BS because that's not what he told me and my reps or whatever. So take that and shove it, basically. I mean, I don't know verbatim. You can go find the screen grabs on Twitter. He was like, that's that's not what I heard. And then he deleted it and said, 
the last thing I want to do is take this to social media. Which but is I sounds ironic. like the first thing that he <laughs> wants to do. You know, when he was when he was told that he was going to be inactive, yeah. he went straight to social media and, and you know, he's putting the, the, the business out there like that and he's making it all really about him, which is what social media really is. Yeah. But it's just um Play better. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. I mean, like, be better, like, on the field. Like, if I mean, they could use a better pass rush. I mean, I just think that there's there's got to be a reason why he's not better than Dorrance Armstrong or Joe Jackson or all that. But the, the thing may be also that he doesn't think he's not better than those guys. And for a player in that situation, the only recourse they have in those kind of situations is to make themselves as much of a sore on the team mm-hmm. that the team's like, man, just get rid- just get him out of here, right? Because that's just, the only recourse you have. Parcells and, had a and sign so, about these guys. You remember? Yeah, you remember I remember that. Yes, I do. I do. I don't. What, what did it say? Oh, I wish I knew. I, was uh, I wish I knew exactly what it school. said. It, okay. Sorry. <laughs> True. Um, it's I, the guys that eat? What it, was it? No, it was like, it was like, again, I'm not calling Taco this word, yeah. but I think what the sign was, winners – Sit, you know, do uh, everything they can to get better and all that, and losers sit around in a, on the side and bitch about the things that they're not getting. And and you know, basically, the the point is is that you have two directions. You can say, All right, I'm going to try to get better, better, or you can say, Well, woe is me. I'm not getting it. I'm, they don't care about me. They don't like me, or whatever it is. And just like, I, you know, you know, you know, the guy that's like. I would have been all pro, but I got hurt, or I didn't, or coaches didn't start me, or whatever. You know, there's yeah. guys that do that. Yes. They live like that. I know that. And I'm not saying, saying I'm not going to call Taco loser like that. I'm just saying it sounds like he is feeling real sorry for himself right now. I was laughing, kind of chuckling when you were talking about that a few minutes ago, Derek. It's just like I'm thinking Antonio Brown and just social media and the videos and and everything going on. But it's interesting because a week ago we were thinking. We were talking about, okay, what well, might be good if Taco got a fresh start somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And then yesterday we learned in Garrett's presser that Tyron Crawford was still having some flare-ups in his mm-hmm. hips. So now you're thinking, do we keep Taco through all this? Like maybe maybe now's not the time to trade him or let him go. Well, the problem with that is he doesn't have the position flex, right? Because that's what Tyron Crawford is. Mm-hmm. What his greatest asset is he can go inside or outside. That's not Taco. So you're hoping you get Quinn back. And maybe now a guy like Hyder becomes your guy that can slide in and out um, because and and so it still leaves Taco on the outside looking in. I, I just I don't think that there is a scenario in my mind at least I don't see a scenario where Taco gets back into the good graces of this team because it doesn't look he's not playing to be able to show that he's good yeah. enough to do it right. So whatever they've seen suggests that. They've seen enough to say, well, he's just not good at, as good as the rest of these guys. And so un- unless you have a significant number of injuries that makes him, them have to use him, I don't know how he gets back into the, the start. I don't know how he gets back into the, the active game day roster. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, it, it's just who he is that even makes this a story. Like, if this was Jalen Jelks, you'd be like, well, sorry, you're a seventh-round pick, right. and you can only do this, and you're not going to be active. Sorry. But he's a first-round pick, which creates the scrutiny and the displeasure on his part. It's probably embarrassing for him, probably frustrating. Uh, and it creates this news cycle. So, like, the Cowboys probably would love to just yeah. – I mean, like, if he's inactive 16 weeks, like, yeah, it's it's not a good look for them, but they're like, well, he's – good enough to be here and like we don't want to get rid of him like he's serviceable just not that serviceable but how long does this go on and be a distraction and a news story 
at what point does it not become worth it to them? And I don't know. I mean, clearly not yet. It hasn't happened yet, but does it happen? Yeah. I don't know. Like I, it, it's, it's just kind of an awkward situation. Like what's going to happen to fix that? Like he's going to, he, he, ha, he's going to have to get playing time, right? Like he's not just suddenly going to be like, yeah, you know what? I'm cool with this. Right. Which, but will he play well enough to get playing time? And it, it doesn't look like it. Or here's the other thing to consider. They could, you know, the injuries could, could, could continue to mount to the point where they have to do something. As we were talking about a little earlier, when you start getting these injuries that are like a few week type injuries, where you might need to bolster a position by bringing somebody on the roster, but you're not taking anybody off by putting them on IR, then it forces you to make some tough decisions. If they don't think he's in their long-term plans, this may force their hand to have to do that. Right? Unless, unless those injuries you're talking about are on the defensive line. Yeah, unless they're on yeah. the defensive line, correct. Or specifically defensive end, yeah. um, where, where he actually could give you some support. You know, I don't, I don't know exactly how he reacts, but... I hope it's not a situation. Let's say they they do have an injury, like like Danny said about you know Tyrone Crawford. Let's say he needs to sit, needs to some rest. And is it going to be like, oh, oh, you need me now, huh? You know that kind of stuff. Because hey, as if he comes in and gets sacks, then I'm good with that. Have whatever motivates yeah. you, right? I you know you ask the, the first question you ask is this a problem? Yeah. And I don't think Taco's big enough to make to to stop what's going on over there in this momentum. Yeah. I don't I don't think that but at, you know at some point is he good enough to be like quit talking like that. Quit quit putting your business at our business out there every second of the, of, of the time. So we have to get you know Steven and Jerry have to Jason have to keep asking about it or answering about it. Cuz by the way, if he wants to get out of here and let's assume for a second the Cowboys want to trade him, which I don't know they do, maybe they do. Uh, but if they did want to trade him, he's killing his own value, right? It, it it doesn't help him to get out of here if they're trying to trade him and he's out there like, let me go, let me go, because the other teams, like you were saying earlier this week, if other teams know you're going to eventually let a guy go, they're like, why should we trade for him? We'll I just have... wait till you have to let him go. But is it? couldn't you argue the league is different now? Le'Veon Bell just said, I mean, I, I know different players and positions and teams and, and contracts and all of that, but if – him saying "free me, let me go," like plenty of other players have done that recently. And yeah, but and those guys are badasses. Yeah, I was about to say those guys have a lot more, a lot more credibility, and and certainly a lot more value as football players than Taco's got. I mean, right, you he's put just up not with there Antonio yet. Brown because of what he does, and Le'Veon Bell. You put up with that. You yeah. know, the Cowboys for years put up with put up with Michael Irvin. He's one of yeah. the best players they ever had, but. He was a problem for a long time off the field, but he was a problem for cornerbacks too. So that's I have a hard time believing there's a market for Taco right now yeah. with everything that's gone on. Like they couldn't get something done during roster cuts or during the draft. Now this, I mean, he he's not good enough that he's playing, and he's also stirring up drama with his current employer. Like I don't know why another team would want to take that on. It's kind of weird because the last time we saw him on the field was the first half against the the, mm-hmm. uh, the Texans. And he was amazing. Two sacks, two forced fumbles, recovered a fumble. He had a third sack that was called back for a penalty. Someone lined up off sides or something. I mean, yeah. like, he was all – it was a monster. And then to think that he hasn't played another snap. But that's honestly what makes me think that this is bigger than just his play on the field. Like, mm-hmm. there's something else that's going on between him and this coaching yeah. he's staff. He's clearly in the doghouse. Yeah, he's, like, there's something going on. very obvious. Anybody else that would have had that kind of game – they would have been like, oh, yeah, he's here, and we're going to give him every opportunity to do that in a regular season game. They didn't. They made him inactive. So there's something more to this story than just 
what he did or what he's doing on the field, right? I gotcha. I just I can only see like two outcomes, which is like one they wind up parting ways with him or two s- injuries or something get force him onto the field and and he proves that he's got a role to play. Like yeah. let's say Tyrone has to sit and he plays and plays well. Like otherwise I just this limbo feels so weird. Like and it, it makes me feel uncomfortable, clearly, yeah. like I'm stuttering over it. Yeah. I, I just I don't know what they're like, right. where does it go from here? Well, just just go back to what we've said th- throughout this whole show about different positions. I mean, something happens at receiver. They really love a, what a Devin Smith can do is step in. Something happens at defensive tackle. Bam, there's Tristan Hill. You know, there's safety. We'll see if Darian Thompson. I think it's going to be a little bit more of a drop off than, than, you know, with the way Xavier's playing. But. You know, they want that with Taco. They want to have a defensive end that, that they can plug right in. But if he's going to continue to act that way, I don't think, I don't know if you can. Who's an, I, I know Jelks. <laughs> I know Jelks is on. <laughs> it might be. I know Jelks is on IR, but who? what was another end that they had here? Yeah, in I know camp they had that, like 20. They had a bunch. Uh, I'm, trying, I'm well, missing the guy's name. Ricky um, Walker? Yeah. It was Ricky Walker. Oh, that was another guy. Who was the other guy? Tackle. The, he's on the practice squad right now, right? Wise, yeah, wise. All right, wise, wise plays yeah. tackle. I mean, he did a little bit. Of they both. had him at let's position yeah. flex. Yeah, let's just use wise as an example. Like, of they they would love to have that type of guy who like you're gonna wear a baseball hat every weekend until we need you, but we like you. The problem is, is just it's a, this guy's a headache. Like, the, it, right. typically, if you're not good enough to play, you're not going to be a headache. Right. Like, you're just going to stay on the sideline and gonna, you're going to wave a towel yeah. and get the crowd into it. Like, that's just your role, right? But if if he makes it so that this is just a story that kind of follows the team for the rest of the year, then at what point does it stop being worth it? And I don't know. I mean, like I said, we clearly haven't reached that point yet, but maybe we will. Is the only resolution at this point that he, he either gets cut or it doesn't sound like there's much trade value either he gets cut or at some point they have to play him right i don't know what else would have like is he just we're just going to do this all year where like everybody's like this is going really great and this one guy's kind of miserable but we're just going to deal with it and they've kind of gotten rid of all those kinds of guys on this team they don't really have a lot of guys that are upset right now even even the guys that are that are looking for contracts they don't seem to be upset and pressing the issue once they got Zeke signed, it seemed like everything kind of just settled, and yeah. Taco's the only guy that's not happy. Well, egos might be in, in play here, and not just Taco's. Um, the, the Cowboy, think about what that does when, as soon as you trade or cut him, I mean, he's already got the bust label anyways, but you, it's officially stamped as a terrible draft pick as soon as you do that. Right. You know? And they don't want to do that. They don't want to show that they, you know, we were dead wrong by letting a guy go. In his third year as a first round pick, well, the, that is way draft. When go. was the last time they had like first round pick? And I'm telling, it's it's been because even you know people love to throw Mo Claiborne at me because he went to LSU, but Mo was a regular starter when he was healthy. Like I don't think you can even compare yeah, them. Mo's issue was injuries. Yeah. yeah, it was injuries. And even his his last year here, I actually thought he was playing pretty. He was pretty freaking good. Um, you actually just opened. I mean, I should have considered this. There's always the possibility, and this is probably the, rea- the reality. Jerry and Stephen Jones are like, our running back was just in Cabo, and we've had to deal with like suspensions and drama and all this stuff. Like, we don't give a damn if our sixth end is a <laughs> this little is an unhappy. easy problem. Like, to have. This is a very easy problem yeah. for us to deal with. Like, don't underestimate the Cowboys' ability to deal with 
yes. distraction, for lack of a better word. And like, they're probably sitting upstairs, like, if this is the biggest distraction we're dealing with, we are great. <laughs> right. Like, they might not give a damn that he's unhappy, especially at this franchise where we know there can be a lot of big distractions yeah. that are happening. So that's a that's a relatively light one. Yeah. All right, we appreciate you guys joining us. We're back tomorrow, eleven forty-five, same time. Till then, for Nick Eatman, Dave Hellman, Danny Sarek, this is Derek Eagleton. This has been the break live on DallasCowboys.com radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!